Hi, and welcome to my podcast. Today, I will be discussing the issue on teen vaping. E-cigarettes and vaping have gained a lot of attention recently because they've become extremely popular with teens and the younger side of society. Originally thought as a healthier alternative to smoking, there are many who believe that e-cigarettes are more harmful and addictive than traditional cigarettes. There's been a lot of criticism towards e-cigarette companies such as Juul because there's a widespread belief that they are marketing directly to younger audiences by promoting fun, fruity flavors and exciting e-cigarette designs that resemble everyday items like pens and flash drives. Recently, there have been many cases of teens being hospitalized due to the overuse of these products. Doctors have diagnosed these teens with lung illnesses, and there have even been deaths linked to the use of juuling and e-cigarettes. The companies selling e-cigarettes are facing a number of lawsuits based on the harmful effects their products have on people who have used them, even for short periods. While originally thought as a highly successful business, the future of these companies and e-cigarettes in general are in question. Vaping became very popular by using slick marketing tactics targeting younger audiences. There must be a strict zero-tolerance policy for businesses and stores who sell e-cigarettes to minors with sufficient financial penalties if caught. The companies who are producing and selling e-cigarettes have gained a lot of attention over the past few years. One of the most popular and widely known e-cigarette companies, Juul, introduced their first product in 2015. Co-founded by two former cigarette users, Adam Bowen and James Monsines, their intention was to create a healthier alternative to tobacco cigarettes. Juul has surged in popularity among younger people. As of 2019, it holds around 64% of the market share, and the sales brought in around $38 billion, according to Nielsen. Juul received a huge investment from the tobacco giant Altria Group, who paid $12.8 billion for 35% ownership of the company. Despite the company's huge popularity, many questions and controversies have emerged about the health impact of e-cigarettes and whether or not they are actually a better alternative to traditional cigarettes. Beyond the health questions, Juul has been widely criticized on its marketing strategies which many believe are targeted to teens and a younger audience. Many Juul ads focus on the appetizing flavors and slick packaging of their products. Some of Juul's critics point to these marketing strategies as evidence that the company is targeting a teen audience. In her argument against Juul, District Attorney Tori Verber Salazar from the San Francisco area summed up the company's marketing approach by saying, Juul marketed to use through its colorful ads and fun flavors like bubblegum. The company was built on the heart and lungs and brains and damage it's caused to the youth's population with its highly addictive narcotic products. This district attorney is one of the many government officials who believe that Juul is using specific tactics to target a younger audience. But it's not just the government. It's also private citizens who are accusing Juul of misleading the public. According to CNET, a 19-year-old Juul user sued the company for targeting minors and using deceptive marketing practices, saying these practices led to his nicotine addiction. 
The lawsuit also names tobacco giant Philip Morris and its parent company, Altria, a Juul investor. To get more insight on Juul's marketing tactics, I interviewed a marketing professional to see if he could shed some light on this situation. Hello, Jason, and thanks for joining me. As a marketer, can you tell me your opinion on Juul's marketing tactics and how they entice teens? Sure. So when you think of it simply from a marketing standpoint, you can understand the rationale. They've identified a specific target audience, which in this case is, is teens and young adults, and they've created their products and their campaigns to go specifically to appeal to that audience. From a packaging standpoint, the idea that they have you know cool looking pens and, and flash drives and you know uh, in the things that they're, the kids are vaping with, and then also from a, a flavor standpoint, they have mm-hmm. fruity flavors, different things. So, uh, and the campaigns are intended to be young and uh, appeal to that audience as well. Mm-hmm. And you know, the results speak for themselves. They've had billions of dollars worth of sales, and, and they're one of the largest companies in that space. But you know, we're also talking about real life here. We're not talking about a case study at a college or in school. We're talking about marketing to an audience uh, in a way that can be harmful. Um, you know, and the results speak for themselves there as well. Uh, we have teens that have had significant illnesses. They've been hospitalized. And there's even been some deaths. Yeah. So, you know, there's a responsibility on the part of any company uh, to protect the public and to protect its audience. And in this case, while they have some strong marketing tactics, uh, those tactics have yielded bad results for mm-hmm. the public. So uh, I think Juul is right to have been taken to task by um, you know, many in the government, and they're right to be taken to task by individuals that are suing them. And, and hopefully um, they'll change their marketing tactics and ultimately yeah. become a more responsible company. All right, thank you for your time and for your opinion. Just as the marketing professional said, this is a real issue that is having a real impact on society. As more and more people, including teens, continue to have negative health implications or even die, people's opinions are going to change. Many citizens are starting to question whether or not Juul and e-cigarettes in general are truly a healthier alternative. There have been many examples of younger people being rushed to the hospital with collapsed lungs or facing life-threatening experience due to these products. According to a report from the New York Times, a 17-year-old boy received a double lung transplant last month after damage caused by vaping, which left his lungs scarred, stiffened, and pocked with dead spots. The issue is becoming more widespread. The National Center for Health Research noted that as of November 2019, there has been 39 deaths and over 2,000 vaping-related lung illnesses. There is strong evidence that suggests that vaping may be just as dangerous, if not more dangerous, to people than traditional cigarettes. Now I will be interviewing Corinne Rocker from a parent's perspective on vaping and e-cigarettes. Hi Corinne, as a parent of a teenager, are you concerned that vaping and juuling is dangerous to children? Yes, especially now that there is proof that indicates there's such risk. When it first hit the market, the push to show that it was less harmful than cigarettes was a big concern of mine because I really thought it would entice a lot more young people to try it. And now with these risks that we know are true, it's really scary to watch. For sure. And how do you plan on educating your children of the dangers of vaping, especially when they see Juul ads that make it sound fun? 
So right now, I think my approach or strategy has really been to talk with my kids, share the research and the facts that are out there, and hear what they think and what their friends are saying, and hopefully answer questions about it. And then my hope is that they will have enough information to make um, the right decision and the power to say no and avoid the allure of the marketing. Definitely. Thank you so much for your thorough answers and your time. My pleasure. So now you've heard the facts and statistics on the health dangers of e-cigarettes. You've listened to an expert tell us about the marketing tactics Jewel is using to target teens. You've even listened to a concerned parent on how she is educating her children on the dangers of vaping. It is clear that vaping is a major issue in today's society. There needs to be stricter regulations related to the sale and promotion of e-cigarette products to minors and with harsh financial penalties for businesses who break these rules. Only then can we stop the dangers e-cigarettes present to teens. Thank you for listening.